Oh, I didn't know you were into singing. Oh, I'm into all kinds of things. Okay. Oh, so Baruch Hashim, we're on. It's a little cold outside, a little windy. <laughs> it almost blew me away. Uh, yeah, okay, but you're here, right? Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Okay, so let's get started, because Mamish, well, right after Hanukkah, we got to get boom, 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 right into it. Yeah, that's right. So here we go. Okay, we'd like to welcome everybody to jratradio.com. You are now listening to Storytime, Story Hour with Rabbi Yitzhak and his sidekick, me, Yazzie! Wow, you're very excited. You must have had a great Hanukkah. <laughs> Put on a couple of pounds. All those latkes and everything and the donuts. Whoa, and those custard donuts. Whoa. I'll have to go on the treadmill a couple hundred hours, all right? Whatever. But anyways, uh, so um, uh, let's go and get ready to the story. Uh, yes, that's right. So I'd like to remind you, you're listening to jradio.com. You can listen to us live on the telephone by dialing... Is seven one two four three two four two one seven, or you could listen to us live and follow the menu to go to archives, and you could listen to us at seven one eight five zero six nine zero nine nine. That number again is seven one eight five zero six nine zero nine nine. And of course, of course, the number you don't want me to say, 718-683-5858, uh, which people call in at the end of the show to tell us what lessons they learned in the story. <laughs> you don't want me to say, so I'm not going to say it because I just did it anyway, so I'm not going to let you trick me, so I just tricked myself, okay? Uh, whatever. Okay. Anyways, uh, if you're interested in either advertising or sponsoring a program, so you could uh, text in for more information, 347-927-8398. That number again is 347-927-8398. And also, if you have a wonderful story idea or a story that you'd like me to say, and you give me the details of it or the sources where I can get it, maybe, whatever, or both, that would be preferable, then uh, you can text it in also at 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Okay. I'd like to remind you again that J Radio can definitely, definitely use your donations, and is definitely a mitzvah to do so because of all the good things we do. We don't have to mention that because we would mentioned that plenty of times before. Okay. And you know it yourself. So the address is J Radio 2829. Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Jarrett Radio, 2829. Nostrand Avenue, 11229. Okay, and now that we got that out of the way, let's just remind everybody that tonight's show is sponsored as a foolish lemma for Chaim Yosef Tzvi, Ben Sora Miriam. And for Peril, Baschaya Rivka, once again, it's uh, sponsored for Rufu Shalema, for Chaim Yosef Ben Sarah Miriam, and for Peril, Baschaya Rivka. Okay, and now, just very briefly, I'll do that real quick, okay, you'll, you'll see, you see, but we want to get to the story. Yeah, 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 you just leave it to me, you stand aside, okay, I'm standing aside, go right ahead. Okay, so, um, uh, Rabbi Yerb says the book, uh, Zell of the Wagon Driver, is still on sale in stores and everything, the double CD from Yufa Story Series with Master Storyteller Rabbi Yerb, I mean, and I tell you, it's still on sale in swarm stores all over the place, <laughs> and also, if you'd like to order story CDs or, you know, whatever it is, yeah. You could give me, you know, you could call, not me, maybe you give it to Rabbi Herb. She calls 718-375-1294. And that number, if you call that number, 718-375-1294, you could leave your email address or your fax number, and Rabbi Herb will be more than happy to email you or fax you the information or the story list or the current story CD list, okay? And, of course, if you want uh, yeah, to hire Rabbi Herb for storytelling engagements for, let's say, father and son, Malava Malkis, or father and son learning programs and things like that, you know, or for assemblies and schools to bring out a meet the tober or whatever it is, you know. Or you'd like to hire Rabbi Yitzhak for Koach von der Moya for the same reasons, you know, father and son, Malava Malkis, father and son learning programs and whatever it is and so on and so forth. Uh, then, of course, the number to call is 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. And also... If you're interested in extreme martial arts demo, that's the same number to call. All right, and uh, just remind you that uh, Rabbi Yitzhak speaks uh, Yiddish. I speak Yiddish. Ich kann reden Yiddish. No, Yossele, kannst du reden Yiddish? Nein, ich kann nicht reden Yiddish. Ich verstehe nicht kein ein Wort in Yiddish. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, anyways, what? Didn't you just speak Yiddish? Nein, ich habe nicht gerade Yiddish. Ich muss die Trachs in den Kopf rein. Uh, maybe. Okay. Anyway, so let me go weiter. 
No, I'm going right there. So, okay, so now if you're interested in art lessons or martial art lessons, you know, or energy exercise exercises and things like that, or qigong exercises, you know, things like that, uh, you can call Rabbi Yitzhak at 718-375-1294. Just be aware that Baruch Hashem is pretty full now, so we'll just have to put your name on a waiting list, and as soon as there's an opening available, we'll be in touch with you, okay? All right, so, and of course, Rabbi Yitzhak is available for uh, artwork, you know, drawings, paintings, portraits, and kasubas, and so on. So forth. Okay, so now we got everything out of the way. Okay, can we get to the story? Wow, I never saw you talk so fast in your life. You want to see me talk fast? No, 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 it's okay, Yossi. Okay, so tonight we have a story. I, I try to look back very quickly to see if I told it recently, and I didn't see it on my records yet, and I didn't have a chance to check so many years, but it's a great, great story with a great, great lesson, and therefore I'm telling it, and I know that I didn't tell it very recently, unless somebody remembers something that I don't remember, but then again. I know, Rabbi Harris, you never tell a story the same way twice. That's true also. Okay, so this is a story that's called A Word is a Word. And in Yiddish, they would say, Avart is Avart. Yes, but we're not speaking Yiddish now, we're speaking English. Yes, I noticed that. Okay, anyways, so uh, this story is a true story. It's based on a story that happened with the famous tzaddik and rich man who eventually became rich and was the father of the famous Rothschild family from Frankfurt, Germany. Mm-hmm, that's right, the world banking family uh, that started with Meyer Anschel Rothschild. Meyer Anschel Rothschild, for those who don't know, uh, lived from 1744 to 1812. Uh, he lived approximately 68 years. He was nifter on the first night of Sukkis in 1812. Now, in those days, people that were called Jewish people, Yidin, they lived in ghettos, even though the, you know they had a certain amount of freedom to move around to some extent, but the Eden, the Jewish people, were confined to ghettos. And this story takes place in the earlier, well, actually not so early, I would say mid-range uh, 1700s. That's where the story begins from when Ramea Anschel Rothschild was a little boy. That's where the story begins. Oh boy, a little boy like me? Oh, could be. Anyway, so what happened was this, like this. In Frankfurt, Germany... Uh, you know, that sometimes the rulers were very nice to the Jewish people, and sometimes, unfortunately, they weren't. And that meant that sometimes, uh, you know, um, gangs could go around and make pogroms and attack the Jewish people in the ghettos and so on and so forth. And one such Russia, a terrible, wicked Russia, by the name of... Ah, let me see, uh, let, me, let me see, uh, you're talking about that guy Vincent something or other? Yes, why? Uh, I think maybe he once told a story with that guy Vincent something or other, you know. Um, I'm, I remember his first name was Vincent. Yes, Vincent Fettelmilch. Yeah, Vincent Fettelmilch, Milch, whatever his name is. Yes, yes. He started up with the Eden. Eventually, Hashem answered their tefillos, obviously, when he did a lot of tshuva. And uh, <laughs> by him getting so big and big shoddy, you know, so what happened was is that uh, he said no to uh, one of the uh, higher uppers, you know, like when I think it was a prince or a king or something like that. And eventually he got hung for that. So, uh, but this is not that story. Oh, so which story is it? It's a story. starts when, um, you know, May Ansel was a little bicycle. A little bicycle. Okay, so what happened? Well, one day when he was a little bicycle, a very fancy carriage. With a baby in it? No, no, not that kind of carriage. You know, like a wagon carriage. Oh, one of those. Yes, one of those. And it came in with a fancy rich carriage. It had, of course, some servants nearby. And it pulled up slowly. And it pulled up right to the gates of the Frankfurt ghetto. <laughs> Were they selling Frankfurters over there? Yes, see. Oh, sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just a little joke. Not now. Okay, anyway, so what ended up happening was they were at the Frankfurt ghetto. And, of course, they opened the big gates of the ghetto. <coughs> and they brought the carriage in a little bit. And they stopped and they got out. And the little prince said, Sir, tell me, why are we being brought here? And uh, is this Jewish ghetto. So Jewish people are not bad or they are good. I don't know what they are, but I hear a lot of bad things about them. So why did you bring me here? Well, for one thing, 
I am your teacher, yeah. Yeah, you are my teacher, yeah. So, no, was, was is last? Well, I think that you are going to be a ruler one day. And therefore, when you're going to be a ruler, you must be aware that you have to judge people fairly and not believe everything that you hear. You should be more open-minded and see things for yourself. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Oh, Salam Aleichem, Salam Aleichem, how are you, how are you? I couldn't overhear, I mean, well, I couldn't hear, I mean, I could overhear, but I couldn't help overhearing. Oh, who are you, and what are you doing here? Uh, me, well, I, 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 I'm um, a little Maya Ancho, and um, I live here in the ghetto, I'm Jewish, you see. And, and this man over here is right. Oh, by the way, who is he? He's my teacher, why? Uh, your teacher, smart teacher. Listen to him well, because a lot of people say all kinds of bad things. You should check out that story with, with Vincent Fet Fetmulch, you know? You can check that one out, too, you know? There's a lot of bad things out there that say, you know, that are not true, but because the people spread rumors and they say bad things, so unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, um, people think bad of us, but we're not bad people, you know? We teach good meters and, and mice and tavim, you know? And what is my symptom? What is this? Uh, th this is, uh, you know, good deeds, you understand? Aha, okay. Very nice. Well, and you know what? I tell you what I do. Here, take this. Here's a silver coin for you. Uh -huh. And my angel started thinking to himself. I know what he's thinking. He's thinking, I'll put it in my pocket, and, and I'll say thank you to him. Well, it was nice of him to give me this, but... I didn't earn it. I'm some, oh, there are a couple of poor people over there. I'll give it to them. Excuse me, excuse me, pardon me. Yes, what is it? Uh, here, here's a couple of, co uh, you know, actually it's one, but it's a, it's a fancy silver coin. You could probably, you know, cash it in and divide it between yourselves, you know what I mean? Zygazon, you need it more than me. Excuse me. May I ask you a question? Why didn't you thank me for that silver coin? Oh, um, 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 well, uh, I didn't really earn it, so I don't deserve it. Oh, yeah, and tell me, why did you give the coin to those people over there? Uh, well, you gave me the gold coin, and I hope you don't mind, because, I mean, you look pretty rich, <laughs> you know. You, you look like fancy schmancy, and I don't even know who you are yet, but you gave me this coin, and, and, and I didn't earn it, so I, I figured those people, they're poor, and they're, they're worse off than me, so I, I gave the money to them. Aha, uh -huh, I see. Very interesting. <laughs> and you said your name is uh, uh, Maya Ansel Rothschild. Uh -huh. And your name is? My name is Prince Wilhelm. Oh, the famous Prince uh, uh, Wilhelm of, of the Hess Castle, right? Yeah, that's right. You know me? I don't know you personally, but I heard about you. Um, listen, uh, you know, uh, you, you came here for a reason? Yes, we came here for a reason. We want the prince to learn things. We want to see what the subjects are about. He's eventually going to become a ruler. He should not listen to rumors. He should see what the Jewish people are all about. He should see what all his subjects are all about. That's a great idea. Um, is anyone going to show you around here? I don't think so. Why should somebody show me around? I know how to walk, I can see. But again, it was a very tight and, you know, like it looks like a giant maze and everything. A person can get lost around here, you know, you know what I mean? But I know the ghetto very well. If you want, um, I have some time now. I, I could show you around. That would be a wonderful idea. I like that idea. I think you should do it. Uh, uh, okay, we will do this. You show us around. All right, now, uh, let's go down this way. Now, this here is the Altenew Shul, you know, the, the big shul, the old one, okay? And, um, you know, unfortunately, we had a lot of fires here and things like this, so things had to be rebuilt and moved over because, you know, our ghetto's not so big, and yet, you know, they make us build one on top of the other. So, you know, it's, it's all wood and everything, you know, so things happen here and there. Anyway, so let me show you something more. Okay, this is our, uh, you know, Jewish hospital over here, and, and a little further, uh, this is, um, this is, you know, some of our stores over here and things like that. Um, and, and, of course, he finished giving the tour. And after he finished giving the tour, the teacher said, Well, Prince, have you learned anything from all of this? <laughs> yes. 
Oh, yeah, I, I, I sure did. I learned a lot from this, yeah. It's no question about it. I think you should pay him some more. Yes. Okay, let me take out three gold coins. Here you go, uh, Uchika. Uh, Usher Angel. Usher Angel, here you are. Three gold coins. Are you going to give this away too? Actually, no, because now I feel I earned it. I gave you a tour of the ghetto, so now I earned the money, so therefore, that's what's happening. <laughs> You're a smart child. You're very smart. You know something? I like you. You're a very special person, you know that? And I, I, I and you should be friends. So, you know, if there's anything you ever need... You know, you could look me up, you know. I know you are. You're Prince Wilhelm of the Hess Castle. Yeah, well, that's correct. And any, anything you need, you just, you know, come to me. It's, just, it's no problem, yeah? Yeah, and same thing. If that's for sure, what? I mean, if God forbid you need anything, you know, you come to me. <laughs> you know, Usher Anshel of the Frankfurt, you know, I live in the Jewish Gassen, you know what I mean? Uh, Judengassen, okay? <laughs> You're very funny. I'm a prince. What would I need from a poor person like you? You never know. Anyways, Zykerson, Zykerson. And sure enough, after that visit, the Jewish people had a little different impression on this Prince Wilhelm. And eventually the years would move along. And gradually, as Mayor Anshel grew a little bit older, old enough to get married, he got married to a girl by the name of Gittler. Unfortunately, I don't remember what the last name was. Anyways, he married his girl Gittler. And he was a very honest person. And he became a banker, eventually a rich banker. And eventually there was the seven-year war that took place and many countries had upheavals back and forth and so on and so forth. And gradually the honesty of Mayor Anshel as a banker carried wide and far his honesty and good name. And eventually it reached up to Wilhelm, who now was the Duke Wilhelm of Hesse Castle. Yes, and one day... He was thinking to himself, Hmm, let me see now. <coughs> you know, as uh, I'm making my uh, governorship over here very powerful, and my little realm over here to be strong and powerful, I need finances to be very good. I cannot take a chance in hiring a financial advisor that would give me bad advice. Hmm. I heard about this person, this Mayor Anshel. It's funny. He must be the same Mayor Anshel that I remember when I was a small child when I was going <laughs> to the, the ghetto there. I remember my old teacher, he, he passed away a long time ago, his old man. And I remember he telling me I should have my eyes open and see for my own self what Jewish people are like. This person was very special. I think I'm going to have a meeting with him, and I will see if he is going to be the one that will be worthy to be my financial uh, advisor. And so a meeting was arranged. And sure enough, Mayor Anshel came to see him in his big Hess castle. Ah, uh, yes. Shalom Aleichem. Was How are you? How are you? I haven't seen and I haven't spoken to you in years. How's everything? Oh, everything is fine, thank God, yeah. And yes, I want to tell you that um, I heard about you as a banker. That's true? Uh, yes, yes. Baruch Hashem, yes, that's what I do. I'm a banker, yes, yes, yes. But your reputation precedes you. You have a very good name out there. You are a very honest banker, and you also do business dealings. Very honestly, yes? Well, I, I, I'm a yid, you know. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember. You know... Come to think of it, one of my times that I visit again when I was a little child, I said, I could give you a position in my palace, even though I was a little kid then. And I could give you a position only if you give up your Yiddish kind. <laughs> That's what you call it. I've called it Judaism. And what happened was this, 
I remember exactly. I said, we'll never give it up. Oh, now you are a financial man, and you are so smart in this business. How about you join me? And, uh, 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 one second, let me make something perfectly clear. I will not give up my Yiddishkeit. I won't work for you on Shabbos, or Yom Tovim. Are you going to remember that? Uh, well, you know what? I learned to respect you more and more. And therefore, I want you to know that there's no problem at all. You can keep your religion. You'll be my financial advisor. And sure enough, this would go on. He would become his financial advisor. And through his many advices that he gave him, he helped the prince, which is now the Duke of Hesse-Castle. Duke Wilhelm of Hesse-Castle became a very rich and powerful duke. But around 1803, we all are familiar with the famous Napoleon Wars that started in 1803 and lasted for approximately 12 and a half years. These wars stretched from 1803 to 1815. But eventually, around the year 1812, the defeats of uh, Napoleon by the hands of the Russians were becoming more and more evident. So he reached his peak, you know, but we'll get to that a little bit later in the story. But it's important to know that at this time, it was 1803, Napoleon's army was conquering all of Europe. And they were doing quite a lot of damage. And they were almost like it was just unreal. And eventually, as the years were moving on in the war, it got closer and closer to Frankfurt, where the famous Duke... Wilhelm of Hesse Castle was, and some of his men came in, his soldiers, his personal army. Sir, I must tell you that we are in very, very big trouble. Napoleon army is very big, and they are causing a lot of trouble. What should we do? Hmm, what should we do? How many soldiers do we have left? We are running low on soldiers. They are very, uh, how you say, they are very war prone, these soldiers. They say they are um, experienced fighters who they say not have no fear. So, what we do? Mm, I see what you are saying. So, we do have a problem here of some sort, yeah? So, what are we going to do? We have to stop him. Hmm, you know what? You will bring up the defenses strong. Try to find yourself on the upper mountains and try to shoot from the top to the bottom. You understand? Try to hold them off. If it really gets bad, uh, you send messages to me and I will tell you if you should retreat or we should surrender. But in the meantime, we must try to send messages to other parts of Germany to be able to get help to fight against Napoleon. Yeah, okay. Whatever you say, uh, Duke. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Napoleon Bonaparte, in his French army, were conquering and conquering, and the battle was raging on. You heard cannons exploding. And eventually, not only did you hear cannons, but as the soldiers came marching and attacking, you heard these muskets firing. Of course, the Hessian army was trying their best to hold back Napoleon, but their defenses were fast breaking. One of the messengers got on his horse, and he galloped as fast as he could to the palace. And he slowed down when he got to the gate. Open the gate! Quickly! Open the gate! Okay, let me see the prince, the duke, whatever. I got a hurry. <laughs> and he was led to the duke. Yeah, what's his last? Tell me what is going on here. What, are we holding them back, Napoleon? No, Napoleon, he broke through our ranks. It's only a matter of time before he just walks over the whole army. What should we do? Huh. You know what? Try to hold them up for a couple more hours, and then you can either surrender or run for your lives, okay? Meantime, just hold them for a couple more hours, so this way I have a chance to escape, because if I could escape, 
with my family, <laughs> then it will be good for us. Because then maybe one day when Napoleon loses, we will be back in power. So uh, you go back to the front line. In the meantime, you servants, come over here. Yeah, what is No, what is lost? Yeah, what is lost? Yeah, what is lost? All right, listen to me very carefully. We must take all the treasures from here. We must make sure this is, does not end up in Napoleon's hands. Come, let's go, snail, snail. And quickly as they could, they went into the vaults that he had, and they took sacks that looked like flour sacks, flour bags, big ones, like these burlap bags that hold potatoes and everything like that. And they put the treasures in there, the gold, the silver, and whatever kind of precious vessels or whatever it is. And he had about six gigantic big bags of uh, jewelry, gold, and silver. Then he disguised himself as a peasant farmer. And he put these flour sacks, these flour bags, right on top of a wagon. And immediately after that, he started to gallop with his wagon towards the Frankfurt Jewish ghetto. When he got there, he quietly opened up the gates. And he quietly went in with his horses. And he came to Mayor Anshul's house, the Mayor Anshul Rothschild. And he came to the door. But that day was a very tough day for Mayor Anshul. He had a lot of business dealings, a lot of tzedakah he gave out. And he by now was so, so tired. And after he came home from Meyer, he said, Hey, it's me. I'm so tired. Let me just sit down here and relax. And then there was that knock on the door. Uh, you want to see who's there, and if it's somebody that needs to see me, you know, do me a favor, I'm so tired. And you tell them that, you know, like, you should come back tomorrow morning. All right, I will tell him who is there. Um, police, open the door. It's an emergency. Okay, but you see, if you need some duck, you know, I can give you something. And control you off until tomorrow. If you need to see my husband for something more important, maybe you come back tomorrow. Listen, I can't say my name right now outside here. <clears throat> so listen to me very carefully. Tell Mayor Ansel that the one who he promised to come to him when he needs help is here now. All right, one minute, please. Uh, Mayor Ansel, Herzegzi. There's someone outside there who doesn't want to tell me his name, but he said that you said that he should come to you when he's in big, big trouble. And right now, he's in big trouble and needs your help. And suddenly at that moment, Usher Anshul realized, it's Duke Wilhelm. He's in trouble. Uh, 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 yes, send him in. Send him in right away. Right away, right, right away. Oh, all right. You know him? Yes, yes, yes. Please send him in. Send him in. And he opened the door. <laughs> And they let him in. Uh, it is just close the door now. Close the door. Close the door. Uh, Shalom Aleichem. I mean, how are you? Uh, Duke, uh, why are you dressed in uh, peasant clothing? What's going on? Well, I'm sure by now so you understand that Napoleon's army is crossing over and taking quite a part this European continent. And he's now in Frankfurt. And my men cannot hold him back much longer. So... I sent my wife and family to Denmark. And we, <laughs> you and I, we have to work on something else. What is that something else? Well, I have all my treasures. I don't want to fall into the hands of Napoleon Bonaparte. But there's one thing. You are the most trusted person I know. And you are Jewish, but that's not the point. The point is you are the most honest person I know. And therefore I know that if I leave my treasures with you, it will be in safe hands. And then when the war is over or Napoleon loses or he starts to retreat, I could come back to power. And then, of course, I know that you will give me back all my money, right? Uh, of course, 100%, sicher, 100%. I, 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 I give you my word. I will take great care of your property. I will take great care of your money, even more than mine. I don't have to do that, but, but I will, because by me, a word is a word. Right, right. I will have my men, my servants, bring it in here. Then I have to run. I hope you will have a good place where to hide it. Don't worry. I do, I do, I do. 
all right, I'm going now. Fine, fine, no problem. And so what ended up happening was the Duke, he went out and he told his servants to quietly bring in the sacks. He bring, they bring in those big bags of gold and silver, which looked like flower bags and looked like a late night delivery of flour. And they brought it in and they put it down in the study of Maya Angel. Then the Duke said, all right. I'm on my way now. I'm leaving. I hope that you are not angry that I have to leave so abruptly. No, no, no. It's quite all right. I I'm sorry I can't help you hide it. But I trust you. I will be back. I hope so. Mir Hashem. Don't worry. Sei gesund. Yeah, I'm beginning to understand some of your Jewish words. Okay, well, bye. And of course, with that, the Duke left. After that, Mianchel closed his door, locked it. And he proceeded to move a certain desk aside. Then when he moved the desk aside, he started to remove some floorboards. And underneath these hidden floorboards, actually under the floorboards, was a hidden room, an extra basement. And so what he did was he tied ropes to these big bags because they were so heavy he couldn't pick it up himself. It took at least two or three servants apiece to bring in one bag. And he tied it to ropes and he managed, even though he was so tired, he suddenly had a new oomph because he was doing a mitzvah now. And he lowered the bags all the way down, all the way, all the way down. He lowered the bags. And Mamish, after he lowered the bags all the way down, he closed up the boards and he renailed them shut so they don't look like they were ever opened. Then he moved the desk back on top. And then he proceeded like nothing ever happened. And gradually, the Duke's army had to retreat, just like I said it did. And as the army retreated, Napoleon's army, the French army, had arrived inside Frankfurt. When the government was now controlled by Napoleon's men. And his officer that he put in charge came to the palace of Duke Wilhelm. All right, me men, we are here now to search the palace. Yeah. Go ahead, search the palace and find me his treasure. It is known that Duke William was a very rich duke. So, <laughs> the money will help Napoleon's army. And then if I get Napoleon this money, he will raise me to a bigger general. <laughs> so, what do you say? Right, I will do whatever you say. Men, let's search the palace. And so the men... They spread out all over the place, and they were searching the palace, and then they couldn't find a thing. Uh, sir, I am sorry to report, but there's not a single thing to be found. What is this? This is not a thing to be found. This is not right. Something is wrong here. Hmm. Uh. He probably, when his men were trying to hold out a little bit longer before they retreated and ran away, uh, he probably hid the money somewhere else. But where? But where? But where? Ah, one second. Somebody's hiding behind that curtain. You there! Come out over here! Come out now before I shoot you on the spot, eh? Sorry, I'm sorry. Please do not shoot me. I'm very sorry. All right. So you couldn't run away with all the others? No, I'm too old to do that. Hmm. So you belong to Wilhelm's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, staff? Yeah, I'm one of his servants. <laughs> one of his servants, eh? So what happened to his money, you should know. I don't know. Okay. Who takes care of his financial things? I, I, I just know that he has a Jew by the name of Mayor. Archel Rothschild, and, and he's his financial advisor. Ah, very interesting. So, he probably has his money. <laughs> okay, men, keep a couple of men here in the palace. Keep this man under guard. Okay, the rest of you, come with me. We will go to where, where this uh, Jewish person live. He lives on 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 a Judengassen in 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 the Frankfurt ghetto. Ah, in the ghetto. <laughs> okay, man, let us go this way. 
And sure enough, they entered the ghetto gates. And the Jewish people, when they saw the French soldiers, they didn't know if they were going to be friendly to them or hostile to them. And the French soldiers came in with this particular officer up front. All right, show me where Juden Gassen is. I want to see the house of Mayor Anchel. You over there, you look very frightened when you see me. Stop over there, don't move. Tell me, why do you look so frightened when I ask where Mayor Anchel Rothschild lives, eh? You want to tell me or I will shoot you on the spot? No, please don't shoot me on the spot. Um, I, I just became frightened because rumor has it that you're looking for, for the treasure of... of, 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 of Wilhelm. Yes, I am. You know something about this? No, no, but 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 I do remember seeing. Please don't shoot me. I do remember seeing like a big wagon come with brought bags of flour. I think it was flour. At what time of night? It's in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night to bring flour delivery. <laughs> Something is very wrong here. All right. Come, man, let us go to Mayor Anshul's house. Let us go. Quick, 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 quick. And so they arrived at Mayor Anshul's house. They knocked on his door. Open up the door in the name of the French army, in the name of Napoleon Bonaparte, <laughs> the conqueror of Europe. <laughs> Open the door. Or I will break down the door. I will not be like the bad wolf who will huff and puff. I will just blow it up. <laughs> so, all right, I'm in it. Excuse me, I'm Schuldig. I'm coming, I'm coming. All right, uh, what can I do for you? Uh, are you the financial advisor to uh, Duke Wilhelm? Uh, yes, I am, but he hasn't called me for a while to give him advice. Why? What's the problem? <laughs> what is the problem? You know, I conquered here. I've worked here for... I know, you work for Napoleon Bonaparte. Yes, I do. And you notice that I am a general, yes? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And you notice that... Uh, I am here for a reason. Yes, I'm sure you are. Would you like a cup of coffee or something? Nein, nein, I'm not here for that. Now you make me talk like you people. Listen to me. I am a Frenchman, not a German. I do not need a coffee. Okay, now listen to me very carefully. You give over the treasure that Wilhelm gave to you, and you will live. If you don't, I will have you killed. <laughs> I have that power, you know that. So now listen to me. If you do not do what I request, I shall kill you. What do you say to that? I, I, I would love to help you. <coughs> I really would, but... Um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Pardon me. But um, I, I, I can't help you uh, if, if I don't have this. I mean, you know what? Feel free. Search my house. Yeah. And tell me, why was there a flower delivery here last night? A oh, flower? <laughs> you know, I'm a big Magnus Eirich, you know, and uh, it means I take care of, you know, poor people and guests, and, and we had to bake uh, a lot of chalice and everything. Oh, yeah, so where are these uh, chalice? Oh, we didn't get a chance to bake them. Okay, then show me the flour. We don't have them anymore. What do you mean? Well, you know, we're Jewish people and we can't eat bugs and worms. So when we checked the flour, we noticed that the, 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 the bags of flour had, had worms. So we had to spill it out by the river. Uh, you're a very good liar. No, no, I, I'm telling you. Now, of course, there were certain times that a person was allowed to say what we call a white lie or bend the truth somewhat to protect and save. And since Osher Anshul gave his words... And these people are Rishayim at the present moment. So therefore, there was probably a term, but we're not going to go into all the halachic standards of it. But according to the story format, obviously Asher Anshul was permitted to do what he was doing. Okay, now let us continue. Uh, yeah, May Anshul? Uh, yes, uh, oh yes, all right. Okay, I'll take over. Uh, excuse me, but uh, pardon me, but uh, search if that's what you want. All right, men, search the house. Yeah, I will search the house. <laughs> Come, men, let us go inside. Yeah, sure. I will love to go search in here. Ah, yes, we will search inside the house. 
And so the soldiers went inside. They turned his house right side up, left side up. They even moved the desk in his room. But they did not notice anything different about the floor because all the boards were nailed shut. And it didn't look like anything unusual there. And finally, one of the soldiers said, uh, uh, Monsieur General, uh, I have looked all over the place and uh, we do not find anything. <laughs> I don't have that fooled by this. You know what? I think somehow you hid them. Search the garden! Search the garden! Dig up the garden! I don't care how it looks after. And so the men, they dug up the garden and they still didn't find anything. And finally... What ended up happening was this general, who was fairly smart, said, All right, I tell you what I'm going to do. You obviously hid it very well, and I do not know where. But somehow I have the gut feelings that you do have his treasure. You do not wish to share it with me, so no problem. I will have you arrested for the moment. <laughs> Plus, I will arrest all of the top leaders of your Jewish people here in Frankfurt Ghetto. I will arrest them. And maybe I will torture them, that maybe somebody will talk. And if somebody dies in between, don't blame me, blame yourself. And at that moment, because Usher Anshel gave his word that he would protect the Duke's money even more than his, he still didn't say anything. And as he was being let out, his wife Gittler ran up to him. Please, please, May Anshel, May Anshel, please, don't you realize what's going to happen? Your house will me die. What's going to happen to us? What's going to happen to your family? And then look at those innocent people, all those Jewish leaders from, from the Frankfurt Ghetto. What's going to happen to them? Please, please, you have to do something. You have to tell them where it is. All right, all right. My my wife convinced me. Uh, you know, you know what? Uh, uh, let us come back in the house, and 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 I'll show you where everything is. <laughs> I knew you had a breaking point because somebody with your reputation was so nice could not let it be that innocent people would get hurt. <laughs> well, come in. Let us go back in. So. Mayor Anshul led him back in, but Mayor Anshul did not lead to his hidden study treasure underneath the floorboards. Instead, he led him to a different place in the house. And he moved a very big, gigantic painting that was hanging over there. And behind that painting, there was like this door. And suddenly, the French general said, Ah, secret door behind the painting! <laughs> but now open the door, or I will shoot you. Yes, yes, don't don't shoot. Just give me a moment. I'll get my special key. And he pulled out a small keychain, a small chain that has a small tiny key at the end, and he used it in a special way, and he opened up this huge door. But really it was a small door. When I say huge, it was very thick. <laughs> And there was a little room in there. Uh, if you want, come inside here. All right. <laughs> Step inside. Take your guns with you in case there's something fishy going on here. I assure you there's nothing fishy. Ah, look at that. A big gigantic safe over there. Open it up, please. Yes, yes, I'll open it. I'll open it. What do we see here? <laughs> look at all this money here and this gold here. Wow. <laughs> this is Wilhelm's treasure. Of course it wasn't Wilhelm's treasure. It was really Mayor Anshel's own treasure. His own riches. And Mayor Anshel said, uh, yes, uh, this is the treasure that belongs to uh, Duke Wilhelm. Take it, please, and let us live. Of course, I will keep my word. You keep your word, I keep my word. <laughs> Man, take the money. Napoleon would be very proud of me. I would be proud to be a bigger general. <laughs> this is wonderful. And so, sure enough, he was taken out. That is, <laughs> the money was taken out. <laughs> Not him. The money was taken out. And after the money was brought out, he was taken out. And he said, listen here, this is a warning to you. If you ever try to uh, not tell us the truth, you know what will happen. Yes, 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 I understand. Thank you for sparing our lives. And of course, in his mind, he was thanking Hashem and not them. He was doing like an Avram Avinu shtick, you know, when they thought they were bowing down to the Anjek Ches, the Bnei Ches, but really he was bowing to Hashem. So, so, Anshel was really thanking Hashem. And so, the war was moving on. 
And eventually, Napoleon's army was starting to suffer defeats until the final defeat in 1815. But by the time 1812 came, he was already losing Frankfurt, Germany. And by that time, also, Wilhelm came back to becoming the Duke of Hesse Castle. And once again, he was able to rebuild his reign. As he settled in more and more, he was kind of ready to go and speak with <laughs> Maya Angel. But one of his trusted people said, Sir, I must be honest with you. There is a problem. You are aware that, that uh, the French, they came and they forced, by, by threatening of death, they forced Maya Angel to uh, give up your treasure. You are aware of that? Hmm. I am very much aware of that now. So that means, wow, he risked his life to try to save my treasure. So I can't blame him for that, you know? So, uh, you know what? Tell him I would like to see him. Send a message. By that time, it was after Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, he was able to fast. But after Yom Kippur, at age of 68, Mayor Ansel was so weak that he couldn't even get out of bed. And on the first night of Sukkis, Mayor Ansel was nifted. After Sukkis, the eldest of the five sons of Mayor Ansel Rothschild came to see the Duke. And the Duke said, You know, I wish I had the opportunity to see your father in person. I'm very sorry to hear that he passed away. Very sorry to hear that. But, you know, I just really wanted to tell him I didn't blame him. I understand and I trust him. And I realized he tried to protect my money and the French forced him to show where it was. I forgive him. Don't worry. Uh, excuse me, uh, but contrary to what you think, um, your treasure is whole and one. What are you talking about? The French took away the treasure. No, 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 no. What the French did was took away my father's treasure. My father's word is very important to him. And he told us that no matter what, after he passes away, we should return, and you come back to power, we should return the money to you. What are you saying? Are you trying to tell me that the money he gave, over three million dollars worth, over three million gilded worth of money, was his? Yeah. Wow. He sacrificed that just to protect because he gave his word. It's unbelievable. Hmm. So, so now um, we would like to return it to you, if you don't mind. Oh, you don't have to return me nothing. This is yours now. No, 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 no. My father said we should return it. And, of course, you earned interest because we did We have to borrow some money to get back on, you know, my father's feet again, you know what I mean, to start the businesses and the banking business and everything, and we borrowed So there's interest coming to you, so your money earned much more than what it is. Oh, no, 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 no. The interest, no, 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 no. You keep all of this. But, of course, the children insisted, and they returned every drop of money that was coming back to the Prince of Wilhelm, actually the Duke of Wilhelm, actually Duke Wilhelm of Hesse-Castle. And the sons said, you have to understand that uh, what happened was this, that Hashem, is Baruch, you know, God, uh, rewarded us and gave us back. Over the years, we made back the money, so don't worry about it. And, of course... The respect that Duke Wilhelm had for the Jewish people was even greater now than ever before. And the rest of the reputation of the Rothschild family, everybody pretty much knows. Wow. Did you notice, remember, I was pretty quiet? Yeah. Why? You never heard this story before? I don't know, but this time you told it like unbelievable. <laughs> okay, I guess. Do we have some time for some calls? Okay. Maybe we could take some calls now, yes? Do we have uh, time to take any film calls? A few short minutes. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? My name is Esti Newman and I learned that, that you should never steal. Very good. You should never steal. That's definitely in there. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Yes. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hi, my name is Moses Sharon. Yes. And I want to say that you should, um, you should always keep your word. And my sister wants to say something. Okay, let me hear what she wants to add. Go ahead. 
My name is Edward Right. And, and you, and my lesson is that you should oh, oh, always help someone. And I, and you said I should remind you about the smart wolf, so say the smart wolf. Well, I didn't hear that last part. You said, say it again. The last part you said. She, she said that you should rem, that she should remind you that to say the smart wolf story. Oh, the Shasta Wolf story, yeah, yeah, okay. My, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I have to try to remember that, yeah. Okay, I'm going to look back and see when I told it last. And if I didn't tell it in a long time, so maybe I'll tell the Shasta Wolf story next week, okay? Bez Hashem Okay, thanks a lot, okay. Thanks a lot. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello, my name is Matty Simon, and I... And I learned that you should always keep your word and that if you have to risk your life, you should always risk your own things. Right. Very good. Well, if you give your word to protect someone else's things, and you got it. Yeah, very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello. My name is Eliyahu Kawan. Ah, how and are I you? Learned, and I learned that you should never, you should always keep your word. <coughs> very good. And you should never steal. Very good. Excellent. Beautiful. And, and, and you should... Always, you should always tell the truth. Excellent, excellent, very good. And okay. if you have, if you have, if you have to give up your life for some, if you have to give up your money for something, you should always give it up. Very good, very good. Can I speak to Yossi? Hi, gotta do this quickly because we got um, other people calling. Today I just finished Mishnah Vav Perekimah. Wow. Zayin, I mean. Ah, oh, very good, very good, excellent. Keep up the good work. Okay, now we if I get the whole game out by heart, then I get a pizza and a slush. Wow. And an ice cream. So good luck to you. I hope you do it. Okay, bye. Uh, yeah. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Are you there? Hello, 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 hello? I guess hello. not. Hello? Yes, hello. You're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? I guess we'll have to go to the next caller then. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Yeah, hello? Yes, I hear you. Don't you hear me? Um, I learned that that you should always be very honest. Excellent. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. Here's my last caller, is Hashem. Okay, uh, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Are oh, you not there anymore? Okay, so I guess this is all the time we have.